Welcome to a Duck Out Nerd Network Rewind review, uh, a series where we sit down and, and review our favorite films of the past. Uh, on this series, we will be discussing the Indiana Jones franchise, uh, starting with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Anthony Raguchi, the Gooch himself. Afternoon, Fraulein's. <laughs> and uh, new to guests, actually, Pat Donovan. How you doing, man? Thank you for coming on. I'm good. That's great to hear, man. Uh, well, we wanted to sit down. I've been wanting to do like these throwback type reviews for a while. We settled on this. I wanted to do Indiana Jones. I love this franchise. I mean, it's been put, the first one's been put into the like Hall of, not the Hall of Fame, like the Smithsonian Archive, like is one mm -hmm. of like the, because it's, it's, <laughs> oh, pretty, is it? like, yeah, it's a very notable <laughs> yeah, film. Yeah, of course. And it's a, it's a great franchise. So we're starting right off with Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was released originally June 12th, 1981. The original box office gross was 389.9 million. Uh, just a little description for those who don't know what Indiana Jones is. I'd be very surprised if no one has any idea. But uh, here we go. In 1936, archaeologist and adventurer Indiana Jones is hired by the U.S. government to find the Ark of the Covenant before the Nazis can obtain its awesome power. Thank you, IMDb, for that description. Uh, just directed by Steven Spielberg, written by Lawrence Kasdan as well, like Star Wars fame. I did not realize that he wrote that. I mean, it makes total sense. Story by George Lucas and Philip Kaufman. Uh, and yeah, guys, I mean, let's just get right into it. Uh, what do you, what did you think about this movie just on a rewatch? Like, or, or just what do you, how do you feel? Just first Back reactions. I don't, how do I feel about Raiders of the Lost? I yeah. feel like it's probably the most um, consistent set, series of stunts. Um, Absolutely. Consistently magnificent series of stunts uh, pretty much put on film up until that point. I agree. I mean, it's like. That's been that was one of the funnest parts about watching this movie for me. I feel like was the practicality of it, the sets and the stunts, everything. Even is, when is there, there was sound any CGI in that, no, no, no CGI. I was gonna say like was, I was I was paying attention. I'm like this all looks practical, no, but I could be wrong. There was one scene that was like I was like distract like the part where they're in uh, Mar uh, what's her name Mar Marion's Marion's bar, and like there's this guy like I guess he had a squib on his face like and they had it put in with prosthetics and makeup. Like, what's going on with that guy's face? And then he gets shot in the head later in the scene. I'm like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Why didn't they just film that scene separate with the squib <laughs> down on his face? But anyways, it still is just the practicality and the the just the real visceral of the stunt, the viscerality of the stunts in this movie is one of the things I definitely agree with. It, I, it's yeah. a great point. Uh, Gooch, what did you think of Indiana Jones? And I think this is the second time I fully watched it. I think it was for me, too, like around that. Like, I, I, I one thing I like about doing these podcasts is the fact that like with Indiana Jones, I am bottom of the rung. Like I'm not an Indiana Jones fan. Like I like it. Don't get me wrong, but I've never seen temple of doom or uh, the last crusade front to back. I've sure. seen them on TV. So like, I know what they're about generally. And I, and I saw crystal skull in theaters. That's probably pretty sad. <laughs> Same. I, mean, no, I, <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's just the time yeah, period that was, you came up in. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, true. 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 Yeah. Um, but so it, it's interesting for me cause I'm just kind of like, you know, there is a expect not maybe not expectation but like a a bias that this movie's really good and I watched it and I'm like I enjoyed it and I'm like it is a very simple movie. Oh, absolutely. There yeah. is not much going on at all. No. And I was just all. like and I was like not that that makes it bad but like and it, like even the plot like 
they do the intro scene. You find out about the Ark of the Covenant. They round up the squad. They go get the Ark of the Covenant. There's no extra meat, which yeah. I love, actually. I really like how we are going to find the Ark of the Covenant. We're following this trail, and I love... It is funny, like, seeing all the, the tropes, I guess, like, in real time that this movie has, quote-unquote, created, I guess. Like, the scene, like, where he's traveling on the on the plane, and it's showing the map behind him. And, I, and then oh, there's, yeah, like... Yeah. And even the part where he's getting the idol at the beginning of the movie. Like, I feel like there's all these scenes that have become so, like, impactful, and it's really interesting to see them. Like, I would have loved to see this movie, like, in theaters when it first came out. Like, I couldn't imagine, like, what this type of thing was to, like, people at the time. But, uh... Yeah, no, I thought that was really... And, like, oh, all the animal scenes, man. When he turns around, he has all the spiders on his back. Ugh. Alfred Molina like, dude, yeah, I, Oh, yeah, I meant to say Doc... Literally, I have Doc Ock written there <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with an exclamation point. I thought that was really funny. But, yeah, all the, like, what did you guys think? Like, with the... That, that whole first, first scene of his introduction, I think, is amazing. I think there are a lot of things to consider. Like, uh, one is you, you get the, the character Indiana Jones is an imperfect hero, all right? I don't know how familiar you guys are with the origin of the series, but originally, I'm going to try to talk it. Originally, um, Steven Spielberg had done Jaws, and he'd done Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and he had some significant clout because Jaws sure. is the first summer blockbuster movie in history. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Also rated PG. This is also rated PG, and that's a whole other interesting thing to go back to. Interesting. Yes. Wow. Because at the time, there was no PG 13 rating. That didn't come about until after Temple of Doom was released, wow. and that's the reason there was PG 13. How the hell is this movie PG? I mean, face melting it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, like, it's pretty violent. But it actually all comes from James Bond. See, the wow. thing is, is, Spielberg wanted to do a James Bond movie, right? But what happened was is the 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 producers of James Bond, it's the same producers that have done since the very beginning, since um, since Doctor No, sure. they they were adamant about having final cut of the movie. Right now, Spielberg has he's he's always demanded final cut for his movies. He's the, he's the guy who says yes or no to whatever's in the movie, and that's the and that's an extremely rare thing in Hollywood. I was going to say right. very yeah. very few directors dim, have that can ability com- can yeah. command that. Yeah, right. So the split that they had right was right there. And Spielberg then said, all right, well, I'm going to do a movie that is better than James Bond, Ooh. right? Now, the inspiration came from Lucas, right? Yeah. And, and, we, yeah. You know, and we know Lucas, obviously Lucas is Star Wars. Yep. And, 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 and before that, American Graffiti. Absolutely. Right? And Lucas, his inspiration was serials that he heard on the radio, radio serials. That, that's, that's the yeah, original idea. Yeah, you can idea. definitely feel, feel that, that, that yeah, inspiration. Yeah, that vibe yeah. is totally there. So, so that's the kind of pulpy you, hero vibe. Yep, yeah, and and that's where you get. So that's what that's when you get Indiana Jones, and Indi- and, and in my opinion, Indiana Jones is he's 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 charismatic, and the, and the opening sequence is all about them introducing the new hero, and that's and actually with the tagline on the post is the new hero. That's so cool. Yeah, which is interesting. No, and you yes, know it's funny because cool. it, it does such a good job of making me give a shit about Indy with giving me next to no information about him. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like it's truly like. He's just a badass. Like they, they don't show his face for the first like I guess which few I, scenes, which, which I, I thought, thought was interesting. I mean, so uh, I don't know this. What, at this point, has Harrison Ford done Blade Runner? No, Blade Runner's so. eighty two. Okay, that's Ridley Scott's follow up, and to he's only Alien. done A New Hope at this no, point. No, no, Ridley. Uh, sorry, Ridley Scott. I'm I'm on Blade. Yeah, Runner. no, um, <laughs> no. Crossing uh, streams. Harrison. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Harrison Ford was a carpenter. Okay, yeah. got hired on the set of American Graffiti to play a jerk, right? And he plays the part really well. Yeah. You know, he's he, he's he's sort of challenged. He's he's just a jerk. Yeah, you know, no, I'm he's not good. Give yeah. it away sure, sure, sure. 
But then he, he and he wasn't supposed to play Indiana Jones at all. Actually, the the role was originally written for Tom Selleck. Right, but because, uh, yeah, I know, right? I do remember hearing that. Yeah. Right? Are you oh serious? Yeah. Oh my god! And the god. reason that was Tom is because he, I mean, they'd already used Lucas and Spielberg had, they'd already used him. Well, I guess Spielberg didn't use him, but Lucas already used him in Star Wars, and they didn't want he didn't want just, to yeah. keep yeah, the yeah, same actor for a different franchise. But when Selleck backed out, he went straight in. Like, and and yeah. I feel like the 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 charisma that sort of carries over, and that, that Han Solo charisma, Absolutely. That, that devil may care attitude very much carries into this. There's oh, something yeah, about sure. like Harrison Ford, like I feel like he respects the act of, uh, or the craft of acting, but at the same time he's like, who fuck, like he has this weird, like I don't give a fuck attitude, but I feel like it's part See, of his n- like. Now he does. Yeah, was he a little <laughs> bit more, and I think he's kind of earned that ability to, because <laughs> yeah. he's so good. Since since we're here, I feel like I need to interject here. Sure. Yeah, go for it. In the Last Crusade, who plays Indy's father? Oh, uh, Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Who? Sean Connery. Who's that? Oh, James Bond. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. I didn't <laughs> even think oh, about that. Good point. That is just... so good. And he is. It's funny. I feel like that's probably the one of these that I've seen the most whenever it's on TV that I've really kind of almost watched front to back. And again, there are points in these movies where I'm like, I'm watching the piece and I'm like, I need to sit down and watch these movies fully. Because I feel like I need to really appreciate them. And, and sitting down and watching this one really kind of, I feel like showed me why it's stood the test of time. Just it's given us so many things. Like one thing I was watching this guy talk about, his name's Phil Mento on YouTube. He's, he does like those video essays. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about like how good movies set timers to scenes, like to make you feel like uh, shit. And I feel like sure. he does that or Spielberg does that a ton in this movie and just the way of like Andy has a set amount of time he needs to get his objective completed or else you're like that plane or the scene when they're on the plane and he's fighting the big dude and she's trapped inside and he's like if I don't get her done or I don't get her out of here we're both gonna go up in fucking flames and he said it's there's a real tension to this movie that I feel like runs through it that is a lot of fun I don't know I, I, I really feel like that doesn't happen a lot in major blockbusters anymore and, and you know what he gets hurt all of, yeah, like, all the time. You never <laughs> see that with action stars mm-hmm. today. I feel like, like yeah, like he, he takes get, a he punch. gets he gets a shot in the truck, and like they kind of like really not like really call to it, but like but he's hurting. He gets shot, and he doesn't instantly just shrug it off. Like he like holds his arm. And he's like the and other then, guy and is then, like, using it against him. And then mm-hmm. later, mm-hmm. like in, in the scene where like uh, what Marion and him are like you know end up having sex, like. He's like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm old, even though I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's he, he. Like I said, he takes a punch, and it's so cool. But he gets back up. Like it's not just he's not just this indestructible force, and that's something I think that's missing today, especially. The yeah. sound effects are interesting. Apparently, especially for the guns. I didn't really notice the guns, but I think the punches I read on IMDb. Who knows how true it is? They they hit a bunch of leather jackets with a, with a ba- <laughs> with like a ba- with like a baseball bat or yeah, something to that. make like the the whoop. Yeah, like I was no, yeah. like in Marion's bar when they're having that shootout. I was like, that does not sound like a pistol. <laughs> I was like, not not at least a pistol that I've been in it, like any recent action. No, like, that sounds really different. Yeah, no, I'm I mean, like, I wonder, I wonder what sound they got for that or yeah no they probably just made like weird clapping whatever but it's kind of interesting to think about because now today we've grown up with like video games and stuff where we hear guns all all the time time. yeah and like now like going back and listening you're like well that doesn't sound right Uh, i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing (laughs) yeah yeah right that's exactly what i'm saying i'm like i'm not sure if this is good or bad but i'm like it just doesn't sound like a pistol to me sure uh I really also like Marion's character a lot. I felt like she wasn't just this kind so of hapless. Who, who is she? Karen Allen? Yeah. 
Honestly, Karen Allen hasn't really been known for a whole lot other than Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, she, I feel she, like did, a... she did come back in 2008, obviously, for the... Re I mean, she had a career. She was around, but I don't know what she was doing. Yeah, I don't, it's weird because I think she's really good in this. It, I it, like her a lot. I feel like there's a trope with 80s movies where there are a lot of 80s movies with these people who do that franchise, and that's it. Yeah, oh, it's oh, like kind of one-hit wonders. They, they introduce Karen Allen. She's at the bar. She's drinking with all these guys. She drinks a guy under the table. So, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. They they, they instantly give you that there's more to this, ca to this character. than you, and, and not only that, she acts drunk. That's, yeah. that's a thing that that you, you see in a lot of movies is people will be drinking or they'll be smoking. Well, they'll be taking And they just act perfectly well normal. and it was she funny yeah <laughs> at the beginning of that scene i'm like she should be way drunker but then as she kind of started i was like oh she is drunk like she's yeah. but she's she playing like it kind of playing she's it, playing but... it subtly <laughs> but like you can tell she's getting drunk on the regular beating people and these things but she's still <laughs> drunk like she's but, still but she's also playing them she's not as drunk as she exactly seems to be. She yeah can so no, it's cool. I think again, she's not like she's. They kind of use her as a bit of a damsel in distress situation, but most of the time she's like getting out of shit on her own, which I thought was cool. Like, and and then she, yeah, she's also you're right. like, she's just a good character and a fun character. And even I, I didn't believe for a second she was she was dead at the one point, but oh, I yeah, feel like yeah. I've seen the end before with her tied up with him. So I kind of subconsciously was like, well, no, she's not dead. There's no way. Uh, but yeah, again, like the. All the locations in this, I thought, were pretty beautiful, too. Just in the way, like, you felt, again, it felt real. Like, you, know, you were actually in you, the spot. You know, I'm a big fan of The Mummy and a lot of ancient Egypt. And you know what I don't, like, think when I think about this film? Hmm. Egypt. Even though it is, it is all mostly Egypt. based in Egypt. Is that, do you do you feel that way? Like, I'm... It, to be it, honest, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I haven't really thought. But, yeah, I guess you're right on the, like... Like, the mummy dips into Egyptian mythology. The, Raiders of the Lost Ark really doesn't. No, Raiders of the Lost Ark, is, is what it does is it's setting the stage. So yeah. you've, you've got, you've got um, good versus evil, okay? All right, uh, this polarizing the struggle. Nazis the Nazis right, now, 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 that's the, the human element yeah. uh, harnessing the power of evil, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's what they're going for. They're actually trying to take the Ark of the Covenant, which is supposed to have the presence of God. It was used. You know, they, they, I'm not sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. They and, and they're trying to use that. Uh, for each, they're going to try to use the, what's what's m the most evil thing you can do is to use a holy relic to try to, to try further perpetuate yeah. Yeah, your your yeah. your world domination mm -hmm. uh, at the expense of all these other people, right? And um, they're they're so I mean I don't know it, it, it's it's very much. It's very much tied into Christian mythology. Sure, I mean, no, but, but not just Christian mythology. Actually, it's uh, Jewish mythology as well. Old hmm. Testament. And Spielberg is obviously, the, you know, Jewish. One interesting line I thought was when the, the Nazi commander dude kind of goes like, "Do we need to do this Jewish ritual?" I was like, "That's a very and interesting." He, and line. then he dresses no, so up like, and he dresses up like the yeah. like an evil pope. Right? Yeah, no, like that was funny. Yeah. It's very cer like ceremonial. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, and, yeah. I was like. I mean, not that I didn't realize, like I like, you know, they no, talk I about the war, yeah. yeah. like the war. I mean, it's very, it's all, it's very much all tied up into that kind of thing. And Definitely, that's, and that's I, a real thing that the Nazis were looking for. All absolutely, this they were digging the all the time. Yeah, yeah. But, but you've got Indiana Jones, which is Harrison Ford, which is a, a, like a character is an imperfect cow character. Yep. We know that. We've got Marion; she's an imperfect character. We've got all these these human, and that's Castan's writing. He's very good at he humanizing is. people. And you've Absolutely. got so you've got these imperfect characters that are that are trying to do the right thing many times for the wrong reasons, but the, the, it's still it, what it does is it adds 
levels of depth to the narrative. Yeah. And, and now not only that, it builds stakes for the narrative. We're not talking about Indiana, you know, good guy versus bad guy. We're talking about the soul of the, <laughs> the world. world. I mean, like, it can't this get is the end. More if this happens, yeah. Epic than, mm-hmm. And I just want to say that there is no CG. The first first CG that Steven Spielberg used in a film was in 1993, and that was Jurassic Park. Oh wow! Okay? Before oh, that, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. now they had they had practical effects. They had green screen effects. They had, I mean, this is very much an industrial light and magic movie, right? Right. So, so the effects that you there are there are many many there are matte paintings. Yeah. You know there and you know there are studio sequences. There's the famous when he, he drops down in front of the cobra. You can and you can see the glass yeah. in front of the cobra. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. mean. <laughs> so, so the, what they were doing on celluloid at the time was something that no one like crazy, else had yeah. ever done up until that point. That's and that interesting. Was, that was the thing that made Jaws, right? Uh, Star Wars. I mean, these things are all even the God the Godfather's where it all starts because the Godfather is Francis Coppola. Francis Coppola is the guy who produced American Graffiti. Wow! Right. So Godfather is a success. American Graffiti gets nominated for Oscars. Right, Jaws comes out, gets nominated for Oscars, and these guys are film New York New York film school buddies. Scorsese was one of them. John Milius, who directed um, Conan the Barbarian, all of those guys, they're they're all friends. Wow, and and they, that's really interesting. Absolutely, I know that. Yeah. All, all that, they, and they, that's why they were called that. You know, I don't remember what they were called, but it was a new wave of Hollywood. And those guys were not studio people. Mm-hmm. They infiltrated the studio, and then they wow. changed the world. Hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, like, so obviously, what what was the first blockbuster again? It was Jaws. That Jaws was like considered. So that was like hundred million dollars. Wow. Nobody ever thought a summer movie could, could make do that. Yeah. That kind of money. So they invented that term when Jaws. That was that. Yeah. Yep. That, that set up. That was the who, summer movie. Who thought, who thought of that term? I don't know where it came out of. Probably <laughs> I, some. I think it was just a summer movie. They released yeah, and then it I in, think... in the summer, and it just played. And the, th- the thing to consider is if Jaws makes $200 million, okay, the average ticket price in the United States in 1975 was, uh, well, like a, I don't know, like maybe 75 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. So I didn't even think about that. Number of tickets. You know, they, People you know, were seeing that multiple times. Yeah, they beat their chest, and they tell you that they made $200 million domestically in 2020, and Jesus. I'm just really not that impressed because right, we know. Of how course, many yeah, tickets though. did you sell? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's, that is insane. I didn't even think about that. And then like 200, I see I, the one thing I was trying to figure out was if this number I had for its like box office was adjusted for inflation and I couldn't really What what is the number? The number was 30 389.9 million. I don't know. It's not. That's still a coll. I mean, at the no, time, especially that's for the time. Yeah, no, that's yeah, insane. Yeah. That's to this and day. Again, if you see, make so that million dollars. No, and that's right. And honestly, I don't think that's adjusted for inflation because I, I feel like that wouldn't make. That yeah, wouldn't really make it any wasn't. Th- I feel. I mean, like. It wasn't that. I mean, yeah, no, nah, it wasn't that long ago. I feel like that that would be totally necessary. Yeah, no, well, because I, I mean, mean, maybe I don't know. That seventy-five know. cents was probably was probably worth what we have today for maybe I don't know a dollar or two at least. So you'd have to double each. T- Anyways, bar bar all that. No, it, that is very interesting, and it's it's crazy to think that this was kind of along that line of these movies that really set. I feel like films in the zeitgeist of America with these blockbusters, like you're saying, like people going to the movies multiple times to see things, and we have these action heroes. I mean, this was after, obviously, Star Wars. It, it's it's so cool to kind of go back and just see where it all kind of started, and I feel like this is definitely a building block of it. Indiana Jones, can't go wrong. And Harrison Ford, it's weird, because now we're talk- they're doing an Indiana Jones video game, and I'm like, and what do you do? And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you do? Do you... 
like because I, I feel like the character of Indiana Jones is like I feel like you he can't obviously have forward. yeah like that's his face. Like I don't know if they can yeah, ever like there there was there was young Indiana Jones and, and yeah I guess you're Raiders, right. Raiders the Lost Ark. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Um, Last, Last Crusade. Crusade. The opening sequence was River Phoenix, and River Phoenix had oh, the that charisma. was River Phoenix. I yeah, didn't know he that. had the oh, charisma. Wow. He, can, he nailed it. No, he was good. I really love that scene. That's like, so, and then he goes, yeah. I think it's all a question of look. I do, my answer is don't do it. But if they're sure. gonna, they're gonna do it anyway because the, I mean, Crystal Skull made like eight hundred and twenty-eight million dollars. Well, I know the, for the right? movie, yeah, that's insane. I mean, the movie there, he is coming back. Harrison of Ford, of course. course. So, yeah. like, I'm just what more. Else is he doing? I'm curious <laughs> to see. It's true. Everything is already done. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he, he just did that. Do you see that freaking dog movie he was in? Like, I did. It? I did. Call the Wild. Was it, was good? it good? Was, was it any good? I mean, it's the. No, no, <laughs> not really. But he did it for the. It pages. is funny. See, I mean, whatever. No, like, exactly. Not, no, no, I don't I'm mean not, that. Am I the am I the demographic for called? Absolutely. No, 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 exactly. That's true. That's very true. Hey, probably no. That's that's so true. Was it silly and? Ponderous and confused. Yeah, I don't know. But why. I appreciate that he will do those things of like. Was that like, in theaters or was that Disney? Plus? I think I was just Disney Plus. I, might I saw be wrong. It in theaters. Oh, but, oh, yeah. then it must have been both. Oh. Who yeah. would have known? Um, <laughs> I thought the monkey Nazi salute was really funny. I don't know. <laughs> Did a Nazi just, salute? He didn't notice that they were like hi, hi, and then he goes, and then he goes, I shouldn't, you know. Don't do that in public. But <laughs> I mean, it's a bad monkey. Yeah, it's a bad I, monkey. And not only I, that, I the don't monkey, think I noticed. The monkey. You didn't notice that? No. <laughs> bad dates. Bad dates. So what was? Yeah, I was confused in that scene. Were they trying to kill Indy? Yep, or, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But like, who dates. was trying to kill him? The, the, the guy, guy who was the monkey came in and he had the little. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah, notice that part. Okay, I didn't. I must. Walks away. I totally missed um, that. Yeah. So he, yeah, he like he puts poison. I must have been looking at my phone or something. Are we going to talk about John Reese Davis? So I did not know. He was in this movie. Do you know who this is? No, I'm confused. It's Gimli. Oh, you didn't recognize he? that voice? Gimli, the son of which Loin one? Where is he? And Treebeard. Yeah, no, I know. Where is he at? Quote. Bad. He's the. Dates. Oh, that was him. <laughs> yeah. Sala. Is that Sala. his name? Yeah. That, that's yeah. Yeah. That's Gimli. Yeah. It sure is. I the voice. I really I was like, liked him. I was, I was like, this that's voice. That's funny. I'm I like, didn't where do notice I know this? it. That's, Think about how big he is. No, that's what I was. Right? Like, that's, so how the hell do they do Gimli? Oh, they just shot him from like um, the chest. It was all. It was all aspect very, shots. Yeah. Very creatively. <laughs> very carefully. I, was thinking, I, was like, I mean, all the people you know, I, in the new Hobbit were were regular sized. Right, but like, isn't it easier when they're all the same size? <laughs> no, that's true. Because there's nothing to compare. That's right. that's fair. Like when you have Orlando Bloom. And next, uh, no, I think it's literally like he probably would have gotten on his knees or something, and then they shoot it from like an, a down angle to like funny. make it appear as if that's he's short. Hilarious. Yeah, but I, I think it's also worth noting that you know th th this is the impact that this this movie had itself. Like we don't have we literally don't have John Reese Davis having the exposure he did in no, order true. to Doesn't be lead to... in the movie I, I Fellowship gonna... of the Ring at the so time. True. Is he besides Gimli and this role? Is he? prolific anyway he was in a popular tv show called sliders with jerry o'connell i mean that was that was basically it he, he had a he had a niche in the sci-fi realm as as a result of his role in raiders of the lost ark so but that's cool no I mean, yeah who knows where we'd be if he didn't get this 40 years ago is raiders of the lost ark you know uh 20 years ago is fellowship of the ring i love it interesting that's crazy yeah again it's kind of funny like all these all these actors are like they do these like Notable roles and like they're, uh, I mean, you know, they're right. No, and that, well, but like he's would, like he's not a name. If well, you just funny, said to me, I wouldn't know. I agree, I, but like it, it is funny though that they do, they still do proliferate throughout it. Or, or throughout and then there's like, Alfred Molina <laughs> at the beginning. Yeah, that, which he is must still, have been what his twenties. Easy, give me the idol. 
Give me the island. <laughs> There's no yeah. time Give to argue. Wet. Give me the yeah. He's, <laughs> he, and he it's like so and good. he says a few other things and then he's done. But that's also great casting. Like no, it is. Spielberg saw, saw. I don't know where he. I don't know where he saw him. But, but he, he just saw got, him in yeah. something. And is, he that said, his, is that I his first role that you know of or no? that I know of? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure. Yeah, he I'm was sure. I'm sure he was around. But right, right. Yeah, no, that's probably one of his most movie notable roles. And I feel like he was he was a pretty big like character actor type person, right? I feel like I always hear that. He's been in so much. He was in Freed. He was nominated. He's he's a. I mean, he's he has a huge. He's a huge crossover. No, he is. I mean, mainstream but independent movies. Supposedly, he's going to be back for the new Spider Man too. So he's he's around. Supposedly. Yeah, There's a lot of supposedly with that. Well, movie. no, I mean that one seems to be very much. Anyway, I don't want to, you know, look <laughs> we'll up things. Spider-Man. You, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll Spider-Man. <laughs> um, gears. But I'm trying to think. I miss. There was one scene. Again, these are like little things I just find funny. Like looking back, I'm like, man, they really needed Nazi flag bearers really badly, didn't they? They had them everywhere. <laughs> like guys, like we're uh, all Nazis. I mean, no, that's, it's, again, it's just more of a joke. I think it was just more funny. Right, but they're probably more true to it than. Um, I'd, any movie would be today. Well, where, see, I'm actually like, that the makes swastika me curious. Definitely, like think about it in like Wolfenstein, the new ones. Yeah, there's no swastikas in those games. Like they've really like yeah, really they just taken the imagery away because it's offensive. But like, but it is not, true I feel like I was watching Nazis, I, so. Meredith was just playing the new one. I, they were like everywhere in it. Really? Yeah. The, the I thing, don't think so. The thing, the thing about know. the imagery is, is to consider it in, in in any kind of visual storytelling, specifically in film. You're gonna be, it, it, the rule of thumb is show don't Absolutely. tell. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Show yeah. don't tell. Right. When pure cinema is defined as a sequence of events where you can empathize with the character and follow what's going on without words being used. Absolutely. Right? So, so when you when you're talking about Indiana, you're talking about the use of, of light and shadow in order to tell a story. Uh, and that's and one thing I do think this movie do, it shows it doesn't tell. Like, there's not a ton of like exposition, exposition just just drenched out of it's someone's like, yeah, mouth. Yeah, let me it's, tell you about this mystical stuff. Even that's like going the stuff like, like the relationship between him and Mary, and I feel like it's very much they're like, all right, well, like I'm getting this sense that you knew each other, you kind of grew up with each other, you had a fling. That's all I need to know. Okay, cool. Like, and they didn't even have to tell yeah, me a he lot. Was, he was his mentor's yeah. daughter. Like, like they didn't it. have to. They didn't have to give me this whole backstory of her going off on this big long tangent. Or they like just a flashback of it. Like they, it was just. Yeah. Which would, I knew in five minutes. If, that, if that, that movie, if, if this movie was made today, you would probably have gotten a flashback at the beginning. Or Easy, something. something like that. I feel like. Right. Yeah, because the thing is, they had chemistry, natural chemistry. Absolutely. When they had to look. I mean, you're like, you can oh, you tell that these Indiana. people are into each yeah, other. Yeah, and you, you can know? tell there was a history. They knew each other. They know, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're and, absolutely and, and right. And that's a hallmark of of, of good of good actors absolutely. working with work, uh, with a good screenplay and a good story being directed by someone that they trust. Yeah, and who and, knows what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. I think so too. It's it's really good, and I guess let's talk about the ending now. We'll you're talking start. about genre bending, is what you're talking no, about. No, it's true, and Cause, it's, cause especially back at the time, I can like imagine horror. How crazy it is. Yeah, this is a PG movie. <laughs> yeah, like it still does blow my mind. And, yeah, that you said and that. comedy. Right. I mean, there's like there's, that scene at the end. Like, funny like, sequences. Like, yeah, when he melts that, his that face. Is a really good point. Like that scene is fucking. If if I had no idea that was coming, I'd be like, holy like, shit! And the way even like with the guy when the lightning like goes through them and then they just like their eyes glow and they just kind of pop. It's like, oh my god, you're right. It is like it's funny to think about. Yep. Yeah, because at this point, like that scene as iconic as it is so absolutely like parody know. to know it again it is like i said it's funny it's always funny Head to me when i explodes. see the parodies <laughs> before i see the actual movie i mean i've seen I, I knew that was from raiders but like so many scenes i'm like oh that's where this is from 
oh, that's where it's like, it's just, it's just cool to see. Or like a family, the family guy jokes. Yeah, exactly. Like just references. <laughs> There's and like so just many family guy jokes for Indiana so Jones. Like many. when I'm watching those scenes, like, yeah, I just it's like, like, oh, like and, it, and it's funny because it's not like that doesn't take away from it for me or anything like that. Right. It's just it, more funny. It shows to see how, how impactful, how this movie has transcended pop culture. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's really cool stuff. Uh, but I think any, anything else to say on the movie itself, guys, you're going to hit us with some trivia. I now. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was looking at did, some... you, did you have something or no? I just want to say that I wasn't allowed to watch <laughs> the end of that. I wasn't allowed to No, when I was a little kid, my mom thought she had seen it in the theater and she said, no, no, this isn't for you. So How old are you? I was probably five, six, seven years old. So it wasn't until I was eight or nine. And then I saw, I actually saw the third one first. I saw Last Crusade first. And then, no, well, I guess I guess I saw the second one. And, and, I'll just the point is, is 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 Spielberg at the time was known for terrifying audience. I mean these these are gr- these are gruesome scenes. Yeah, this is the eighties too. In, in a, in a, in, in, <laughs> Nobody cared. I mean, people definitely weren't as sensitive about things back then um, as they are now. So, but yeah. I don't know. I I think it's a, a magnificent movie. I think I think it's it's benchmark in eighty one. It's benchmark for what can be done and and the high and the highest quality of craft. For cinema at the time, and that was, and that's what and that's when we talk about, and that's oh, we're not going to go into the Spielberg debate sure, about yeah. what is cinema when he talks about the Marvel movies, but that's where he's going with that is the level of oh, wasn't cra- that, was um, level of Scorsese? You're probably right. Yeah, yeah I think it was Scorsese. 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 But but no, the point but, is, yeah, but, it's yeah, but it's also yeah. the same camp of guys: Scorsese and Spielberg, sure. and Milius and and uh, and also those guys were influenced by Kurosawa. But well, that, anyway, it's awesome, and I love it, and that's all I have to say. Oh, it's, it really is, and I like watching it this time <laughs> has made me grow like a really major appreciation of this movie, and I'm I'm excited to go through the franchise. I'm not very excited to end it, dude. But I'm I'm the hypest for Crystal Skull. Really? I love oh, Shia right. LaBeouf in that movie. I I don't I care just what remember, anyone says. I remember I saw it on, and it's like again when I'm talking about that. <laughs> I guess we'll get into scene. it later, but like. The impracticality of that movie, I guess, like looking back, is the thing yeah. I don't love the most about it. Like, like especially the scene swinging where with the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, but then they're like that. There's a scene where they're on the Humvee, and it's like, it's just, you, it's all like really, it just doesn't look real. Like it looks yeah. like a fake world. I'm excited to rewatch. I, it. Yeah, I, I am too. I'm curious, especially after rewatching these ones, just yeah. to see kind of really how it stands yeah. for me. I'm trying to find some good trivia, but there's so many weird things on here of like. All right, so Indiana Jones Kangaroo Hide Bullwhip was was sold. Oh, his Hide Bullwhip. Was sold uh, was sold in December of 1999 at Christie's auction house in London for uh, how much do you guys think? I'm just uh, curious. Two million. I would say 125 thousand dollars. <laughs> You're closer. Forty three thousand dollars. Yeah. But you got to remember back. back <laughs> just, that's in million. 1999. Yeah, so, yeah like, true. Today it probably is up for two million. Probably. Uh, no, probably yeah. I'd, I'd be curious. I was what thinking that of today's would. standards. Like, huh? What would it be worth? Okay, so the opening sequence featured live tarantulas on Alfred Melania, but. They did not move until a female. Oh, they would not move until a female tarantula was introduced. That's weird. That's so they were just <laughs> they put at. Oh my god! I mean, god. They, they were. I, I mean, oh my I thought. God. Yeah, I was like, they're definitely real. Like when he I was didn't, like, I didn't think that at all. No, they, oh my like, god, I'd be shitting. Dude, I literally head. was sitting there in a scene like, no, I don't like that <laughs> like, I, at all. Not that I hate spiders, but like, I hate like spiders. once you get to that size, I'm I'm out. <laughs> oh wow! So. This was Alfred Melania's first credited oh. role on screen. That's that's cool. His first scene, uh, his first scene on his first days of filming involved being covered in tarantulas. It was that first. <laughs> I mean, great, great I start. assume that was like it's what? A good introduction. No, it is. It, it, it only goes. It's only uphill from there. Yeah, yeah. that's that's so. Oh, God, he he must have wanted that job pretty bad. 
can only get better. No, it's so true. It was worth it, (laughs) clearly. (laughs) I'm curious. I guess this might be wrong. Harrison Ford apparently actually outran the boulder in the opening sequence. Because this scene was shot twice from five different angles, he had to outrun it ten times. Ford's stumble in the scene uh, was deemed to look authentic and was left in. I'm curious. I mean... That couldn't have been like a very heavy. It probably was like just like a styrofoam boulder or something, right? Like I assume, <laughs> imagine that, just getting that, nailed by that. That's thing. that's a that's that's a, a Lucas thing, by the way. That's really? worth mentioning is that, and I don't know, it, but if if you go back and you watch any of the documentary footage on American Graffiti, the sequences that he kept, and Mike talk, the sequences that he kept in the movie were the ones where people made mistakes. That's good. That well, because it makes it feel more authentic. And then he would say, "All right, good. Let's right, go." Cool. Right, because it looks more real if you're yep. running. Like from a boulder, you're either going to be winded as hell, you absolutely, know, and stumbling. Yeah, so that makes sense. And totally. Cur- yeah, like I'm curious how the God stunts were probably not nearly as regulated back then. I mean, they probably were to a degree, obviously, but like I couldn't imagine. All right, so this is kind of interesting. The film was originally given an R rating because of the exploding head at the end. Of the end. Makes sense. I mean, yeah, but I'm kind of surprised the other stuff didn't get. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, I mean, they, they did. They want... do a few headshots. Like it's not like no. They don't, I just like, again, it is people. funny to think that there was not a PG-13. Like I didn't even realize. I that. think I knew that. Like as a fun fact. Like I you yeah, know, I feel like just tossed like, that at me, but true. I don't like. So they didn't want it to be rated R, obviously. So they added layers of fire in front of his face to make it appear less. Oh graphic. yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. I remember. Uh, okay, blah, blah, blah. The out-of-control airplane actually ran over Harrison Ford's knee, <laughs> tearing a ligament in his left leg. What's he up has, with even leg injuries? Yeah, because he got one on, like, Star Wars, didn't it? It got, like, yeah, trapped in one of the doors. Um, <laughs> in, in, in the second one, he got he had to have back surgery. He, oh, he, Jesus he, Christ. He for, oh, you know what elephant? I do remember hearing he that. He fly out, they did the surgery, he came back, and he got back on the elephant. Jesus Jeez. Christ. Um, luckily for him, the heat had turned the rubber's tire soft, so it did not crush the bone. Rather, so it just ran just, over. Yeah. It's like, oh shit! Rather than <laughs> submit to the Tunisian Tah- healthcare, uh, Ford had his knee wrapped in ice and just carried on. Dude, he was of that age, you know. Hardcore. No, he's like, he's like, I'm just. That's it. No, yeah. like, put some ice on it's it. Dead. He's we'll a figure carpenter. It out. No, yeah, and that he's does not show. A you're right. Actor. He's not an. You know, he's and I don't know. Actor. No, but yeah, and it's like he's so. I feel like that makes him such a good actor for some reason. I don't know. Like, not because he's not. Yeah, because he his character. Yeah, he's very much. He's sure. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just so good. Uh, okay, let's let's see here. George Lucas made what was, at the time, an unusual deal for this film. The studio financed the film's entire $18 million budget. Paramount. In exchange, Lucas would own over 40% of the film and collect almost half of the profits after the studios grossed a certain amount. It turned out to be a very lucrative deal for Lucas. Uh, Paramount executive Michael Eisner said that he felt the script for this film was the best he had ever read. That's kind of interesting. And Eisner went on to be the C- CEO of the Walt Disney Company, yeah. by the way. Didn't he just step down pretty recently? I feel like um, he might have yeah. like 10, he, 15 years ago. But but he was there for the heyday. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he's been there for a while. Yeah, he did. Little Mermaid, Aladdin. Eisner's a big deal. Man, that's crazy stuff. Yeah, because well, yeah, that was when Disney... When, when was Disney doing bad? Uh, like the 80s? Yeah, the 80s. Yeah, All when the they kind of had that like Little Street, Mermaid. Like Black Cauldron era. What else came out in the 80s? Re- Rescuers. <laughs> I think it's the 70s, but they were super dark. The 70s and the 80s, all, all like basically all animated movies for kids were it was, it was incredibly dark. Extremely dark movies. Yeah. Jesus. 
Which is great. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, fu- it's funny. I feel like all those kids grew up and now they want extremely dark movies that we get now. Like, I feel like we're even now, Justice League is rated R. This cut, like, it's weird. Like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for us on this Rewind review. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a lot of fun discussing Indiana Jones. I cannot wait to come back and talk Temple of Doom. Uh, you can find this podcast wherever they're found. Just search Delco Nerd Network. You can find us on YouTube as well, as well as Facebook. Just search our name on there. Uh, our website is www.delconerdnetwork.com. You can email us, delconerds at gmail. We also have a fun Discord. A lot of fun conversations going on there. Good times. Pat, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I've been Trio for Gooch. We'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you next time. Stay nerdy. we